Black Tree Crime is a podcast that researches and discusses murders committed by black offenders. It is a podcast that anyone and everyone is welcome to enjoy, but it may not be enjoyed by anyone and everyone. So listener discretion is advised. Now, without further ado, this is Black Tree Crime. Hello, everyone. Hi, guys. I'm Kayla. And I'm Kristen. And this is Black True Crime. If this is your first time here on the show, friend, welcome and hello. Throw them hands up and say hi. Oh, my God. I'm like blushing. We're super excited to be back. <laughs> There's been a lot going on over on this side. But thank you for your patience and your love and your kindness and all of that. <laughs> okay, so this week's case is a little different. Ooh. I'm not even going to get into it just yet. We're just going to go ahead and start, and I'm going to tell you how it's different as we go. Okay. Okay. Sister, are you ready? Yeah, let's get into it. Mm. Okay. If you're a real true crime fan, you may have heard of a forest in Japan referred to as the Suicide Forest. Oh. Infamously known as a place where people take their lives. Well, here in America, we have a place infamously known for dumping the bodies of murder victims. What? So join us as we discuss Baltimore, Maryland's Lincoln Park. I've heard of Lincoln Park. And thank you to listener Paul M. for requesting this case. Hey, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Chrissy, you heard of that? Yes, I've heard of Lincoln Park. How and when and where and when? Who knows? But it just as soon as you said it, I was like, ooh, heard of that. Not the band, Kristen. Kale, please. How would I know what Link? Name one song by Lincoln Park that I would know. Nothing on okay. planet Earth. So, but somebody out there knows, of course. But back to the case. Oh I know of Lincoln Park. I never fucking heard of it before Paul suggested it. We literally lived like an hour and a half in Baltimore. Anyway, that has nothing to do with me. <laughs> um. Okay. So Lincoln Park. So it's spelled L-E-A-K-I-N, but it's pronounced Lincoln. Why would they even call it that? Leakin Park. If it's not for murders, it's for something else. I know. It's not. We scrapping. It's not a great, not a great name. Meet me at Lincoln so you can be leaking. Period. So for those of us, including myself, who had never heard of Leakin Park before seeing the title of this episode, Leakin Park is located in the city of Baltimore, Maryland, and was originally the estate of a man of the root of the caucus named Thomas Winans in the 1940s. Mm. He was able to buy it because he earned a fortune in Russia, helping them build their country's first railroad. Mm. Pretty sketch. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So when he got back, he brought the la- he, he bought the land, turned it into his estate, and called it the Crimea, or the Crimea. It's spelled crime with an A at the end. This is not off to a good start. Mm-mm. Really sketchy. The area was eventually turned into a city park at the request of a Baltimore lawyer named J. Wilson Leakin, who sold some of his properties and wanted the money to be used to create a city park. Okay. Mm-hmm. And thus, Leakin Park was born. Hence, Leakin and Baltimore. <laughs> Baltimore. Shout out to Baltimore. Shout out to Baltimore. And shout out to all the moms, because I don't know how the fuck and when the fuck and what the fuck. <laughs> Y'all do it, but y'all do it. I know that's right. Y'all are like beasts and single moms. You're from a different world. I don't even know how you breathe. How do I breathe? I don't know how you do it, but shout out to you. Shout out to you. So to this day, a lot of people see it as a beautiful place, a great area to hike in. Mm. Um, There's like a lot of people take their kids there to like ride ponies and cute shit like that. But it also has gained a terrible reputation among locals and is considered, quote, the city's largest unregistered graveyard. Oh, my God. Don't Pretty go at night. Pretty sick, bitch. Yeah. Over the last 80 years, almost 80 bodies have been found in the park. Some were suicide victims. Some had unknown causes of death. But majority of the bodies were victims of homicide. Why do they feel so comfortable to drop bodies in this park? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's, like I said, it reminds me of the Japanese forest, like mm-hmm. suicide forest. Like you go there and you just feel like you got to do the worst things imaginable to mm-hmm. yourself. 
a lot of people go there like and already plan to kill themselves, but some people are just there and then feel something come over them and then they kill themselves. Oh, guys, it's it's really, haunting, really fucking dark. Rebukes that in the name of Jesus. <laughs> um. So yeah. So if you're on Patreon, you're seeing a map of where the victims were found within the park. Y'all, that's a lot of bodies. Yeah, that's a lot of people, mm-hmm. and that's a huge park. So I can see why they use that park. It is really big. Oh my gosh. Leakin Park's reputation has made its way into mainstream movies and TV shows, namely The Wire and the 2000 horror movie Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. Surprise, I've never seen it because I love scary movies. Mm Mm-mm. The movie shot some scenes in the actual park and so did The Wire. During one episode, Detective Bunk Moreland and Lester Freeman searched the park for a body they thought a drug lord may have stashed there. Period. <laughs> and then one scene, Freeman rem- reminisces about a search he previously conducted in the park where his team was told specifically to only look for bodies matching the description they were given. Which means there's other bodies you're going to find. You're more than only look for find. this one. Exactly. Woo! So the show even knew what the fuck was up. That's toxic. Police, what are y'all doing about that? What are they doing? We're going to get to it. I still need to watch The Wire, by Me the way. too. Rest I in peace I've to once, Michael Williams. Who? Michael Williams. He's like one of the actors in that. Right? He like, no, he's he's black. And he died from like an overdose. And like the guy that sold him the stuff actually got convicted of the murder. Wow. I think he served like 10 years or something. Golly. I know, right? Although the park has gained the reputation of being an unsanctioned cemetery, it is the home to an official one called the Western Cemetery. Okay. That was established in 1849 and was the resting place of a lot of Union soldiers during the Civil War. Okay. Does that account for some of these bodies on the map? No. Dang. None of them. That don't help. Don't help at all. Because the park is so big and there were so many human bodies being found on the grounds, in 2011, the Baltimore Parks Department started closing off areas of the park to visitors to try to deter people from just dumping out there. Because that was mostly what was occurring. So, like, some people were being actually killed in the park, but Mm -hmm. a lot of it was just, like, they were killed somewhere else and just brought to the park. To be dumped. Exactly. Which I hate even saying, but it's what's happening to these poor people. It fucking sucks. So now that we've talked a little bit about the history of the park itself, let's talk about the very first victim that was found on the park grounds. Okay. In 1946, the body of 13-year-old Richard Truman was found in the woods. Dang, we're going young. We're going young, and it's going to get a whole lot worse. He was found in the woods of Leakin Park. Police learned that his killer was 15-year-old Robert Clayton Wright who claimed he and Richard were just playing in the woods when he accidentally shot the 13-year-old with his 22 caliber rifle. That shouldn't even be a statement to be made by a 15-year-old. Why do you have a rifle? Right. Why? And you said his, like it's like his. It's his, yeah. It was something that he like walked around with. Oh my God. 1946. <laughs> but also, that was a time where, you know, you probably could be a victim of... A hate crime. Mm -hmm. And you needed to protect yourself. At the age of 15 years old. Yep. And you use it to kill a 13-year-old boy. That's sad. Yeah. According to Robert, after Richard was shot, he yelled, quote, you shot me. Help me. Oh. But he stopped breathing not too long after that. Oh, no. Listen, this is a child. Kayla, I can't. I fucking hate child cases. Yeah, and kids killing kids, it's not even their fault, bro. I know. Like, it doesn't. It's a society issue. It doesn't get any easier to see, hear, know that it's happening. None of it. Mm -mm. Robert denied being responsible for Richard's death at first, but ended up confessing six days later. You piece of shit. Oh. You can be a piece of shit at 15. You can be a piece of shit. I know. I've met him. I know. But, I mean, would you just admit to killing someone? Probably hold out for a little bit. <laughs> Try to possibly get away with just it. Just a little bit. I mean, a kid, though, and if it was an accident, I would have probably told right then and there. You That's know? true. I couldn't, especially if it was someone that I was playing with and I was friends with. Yeah, but in 1946, 15-year-olds are really like 21-year-olds in their head because they're forced mm. to grow up early yeah. or niggas fast. Is, niggas is married. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah. What a kid. Facts. 
Good Lord. So he did this on purpose. Personally, for me, I didn't believe that it was an accident because how do you accidentally shoot someone? But then again, we see in the media literally all the time nowadays, like a seven-year-old accidentally shot their three-year-old cousin or just fucking horrible shit. Yeah. So stop giving firearms to children. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is a society issue. 100%. There was another young boy with the two when the shooting happened. Mm -hmm. He was only 11 years old. One of vomit. And he and Robert carried Richard's body off the park path and hid it under a pile of honeysuckle vines. My God. Now that's a little bit like crazy. You got the wherewithal. Yeah. You know, like, come on. on. You shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not sure if Robert confessed six days after he killed Richard or six days after Rob Richard's body was, was found, found. Mm-hmm. because his body was found by a random park goer a month and a half after he was killed. Yes, given he waited. So it was like heavily decomposed and I, I don't know. And being that it was so long ago, there wasn't many forensics and all that stuff and places that I could find the information. But holy shit, rest in peace to 13 year old Richard. Rest in peace, Richard Truman. I wonder what happened to homeboy that killed him. Jail. You would assume if he, you know, admitted to it. Who knows? Honestly, with him being 15, like, who knows what the law was back then? Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about something else that involves a 15-year-old doing some shit. And they were put into an institution that really fucked them up. Oh. We're going to get to it. Okay. So this episode is different in the way that because it's about specifically, like, a park, there's so many different cases that we can talk about. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about a few. This is fun. Yeah, this reminds me of the Crownsville State Hospital case that oh, I did. Oh, that was, that was a fun one. Yeah, it was. We got to do another one like that. We got to do more mental stuff. Yes, for sure. Like mental hospitals. Yes. I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. So before we move forward, I do want to mention that from what I could find, a lot of the victims found in the park were black. Mm. Maybe it's because Baltimore was heavily black. Mm-hmm. But the 1999 murder of a young Asian woman named Hai Min Lee Mm-mm. is what really Mm-mm. brought attention and notoriety to the park hi man her case was featured on the 2014 podcast called serial and an investigation led to the arrest of high men's ex-boyfriend at the time named adnan syed Said. maybe you guys have heard of this because it's like one of those cases i heard of it before this mm-hmm. but i didn't know about the leak in park mm-hmm. part of it um but yeah it's pretty notorious the case is pretty wild, and it's still actually unresolved to this day. What? Mm-hmm. Adnan has been appealing his conviction and is due back in court actually October of this year. So, yeah, I suggest listening to that podcast if you guys are interested. Thank you. And we find will. out what happened. But either way, rest in peace to Hyman. Rest in peace, Hyman. I think it's I think it's Hyman or Heyman. I think it's Hi. Okay. Hyman. Now, on to another case attached to the Leakin Park that I thought was completely fucking insane and enraged me. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I wanted to share it with my people. Period. On April 19th, 1968, the bodies of four young boys were found on the grounds of Leakin Park by park authorities. Four, Kayla? Kristen, please don't even get me started. And what? we barely have started. What is happening? A, a, a mass murder? A gang bang? What? How? The devil is nigh at Leakin Park. That's a lot of bodies. A lot of children. They were 10-year-old Lewis Hill, 8-year-old Larry Jefferson, his 5-year-old brother Matt. Get out of here. And 10-year-old Lester Watson. No, 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 no. I refuse. This is sick. I'm like barely breathing. And the irony of having children that are Mm -hmm. murdered found Mm -hmm. in a park where they probably played Played, at one point is disgusting yeah like the killer we'll get to it we'll get to it and this is a trigger warning to everyone before i tell you what these little boys went through if you don't want to hear the details please skip ahead between 30 seconds to a minute from right now 10 year old lewis had been beaten and raped and then had his throat slit his hands and his head were then cut off. It's doing too much. Eight-year-old Larry, five-year-old Mac, and 10-year-old Lester were all beaten and then stabbed multiple times, 
all four of the victims' bodies were sadistically violated, like, after they had already passed. We're talking necrophilia, bitch. Oh, my God. The killer had sex with the bodies, disemboweled them. And if you don't know what that means, disemboweled means to cut open and remove the internal organs. And then cut off their genitalia and kept them. Kayla, what the hell? Kristen. What type of sick individual was that? Was this all at the same time? This is all like within, yeah. Because the first boy, he was lured there separately. The next three were lured there together. And he, I don't know how he was even able. Maybe they were just scared. I don't know what he did to incapacitate these children, but he fucking did it. And then he did the worst thing you could fucking imagine. He is a demon in human form. I'm about to say, this is some sick, disgusting, apex predator type stuff. This shit goes on in hell. That part. This is what hell is about. That part. Absolutely terrible. Oh my God. The same day the boys' bodies were found, the killer lured two young girls to the park to, I assume, do the same thing he did to the boys Mm -hmm. but he was unsuccessful okay thank god and i read that the killer was immediately arrested after trying to attack the girls and when police searched him they found two bags and lunch boxes that contained the murder weapon used on the boys and the body parts he took off of them. i knew you were gonna say that he's disgusting you're walking around yeah well body parts that you took from the babies that you killed yes like a snack like he's gonna eat Eat them them. later i mean this is like fucking abnormal this is not let me tell you something evil is real yeah okay yeah the man they arrested was 18 year old reginald vernon oates he was only 18 only 18 how is he capable of doing something like that what has he seen in his life. I'm about to say, who did what to him? Who did what to him? Because I mean, somebody showed him this shit. This I'm isn't something you, that you just imagine no. and you think, okay, it's possible. Let me try it. No, this is no. something that you have seen happen or experienced yourself. Oh, my God. I almost threw up. As you should. Reginald was born in 1950 in Baltimore, Maryland, and was adopted at an early age by the Oates family. So he wasn't raised by his own family. hmm Reginald grew up during a time of segregation and was often attacked by kids his age. So okay. Early on, he was exposed to horrible treatment. Right. And that 19- desensitized him. Correct. In 1965, he was accused by multiple students of trying to rob another student at gunpoint mm-hmm. for literal pennies. Like, pennies is what the child had. Mm-hmm. But he claimed he never did it. Mm. So it's possibly he never did it. We don't fucking know. Look in his eyes. If you're on Patreon, you see him. What do you see? Death. <laughs> coldness. A sweetness to him, too. But, like, a scary sweetness. Like, a sweetness that's, like... Eerie. I'll pet a bunny and won't hurt the bunny, but I'll slit a cat's throat at the drop of a hat. Yeah, that part. Or my grandmother's. Ooh-wee. That's what he gets. we Despite his claims, he was found guilty of the attempted robbery and was sentenced to two years at an institution for a juvenile delinquents. Okay. While he was locked up, Reginald was horrifically abused, both physically and sexually, by the other inmates, which left him disfigured and severely traumatized. But you see? Children fucking up other children. And it just shows it's not just adults. That are, you know, oh. disgusting and mm-hmm. gross. Whatever they did somehow got into the kids. Yeah. Even what I went through as a child, like, I wasn't molested by an adult. No. I was molested, molested by a fellow fucking child. Yep. Who probably was used to that shit because that's what they were going through yep. or being put through. Oh my you know God. what I'm saying? That's 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 some scary stuff. Makes and then with it being a fellow child, you feel a comfortability there. Like, you're like... You know, someone close to my age wouldn't hurt me or wouldn't steer me wrong. Kayla. Right? It'd be the main ones. That's how they get you. Terrible. Once he was released, he returned home, but he was not the same. Never was going to be the same again. And soon dropped out of school and got a job as a trash man, a waste collector. Mm -hmm. This was around the time that he started to show signs of being mentally ill. Kayla. Yeah. 
Like when that type of stuff happens to you, it's gonna, excuse my language, y'all. I know, I feel like I've been cussing a lot. It's gonna fuck you. And it's gonna be hard to come back from. And it broke something in him. Something switched off in him. And I, I'm furious at what he did, right? I'm furious at what he put those boys through. But I'm furious at what, what was done to what him. What he was put through. Exactly. This is gross. This is trauma and trauma. This is the definition of hurt people hurt people. Yeah. And the fact that this boy went through something by because of other kids mm-hmm. that he is now mentally, Kayla, yeah. mentally broken. Yeah. Not emotionally, not just physically. Something snapped. Yeah. This is sad. This is this really is sick. sad. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to go to hell or jail. <laughs> Both, bitch. In opposite order. Like, how are you able to do this in juvie? What the hell do y'all let kids do up in there? I don't know. And maybe he was locked up with some root of the caucus kids. Because remember, this is, what, 1960s? Yeah. So who fucking knows? Yeah. I read that he converted to Christianity. So maybe that was, like, his attempt to... Because, you know, a lot of people turn to God when it's, like, their last resort to try to heal what they've been going through and fight off the evil thoughts that they've had. But it didn't help him. No. Because also a lot of people go to God to answer questions. Mm-hmm. And when they don't get those answers. the worst thing to go to God for yeah. is to answer some damn questions. Yeah, especially when you got it on a time limit. Because I'll tell you right now, one thing about God, he's going to make you wait. <laughs> That's a fact. He said, I'm not on your time. He's You're not on your time. In any way, shape, or form. Poor baby. He needed therapy. He really did need help. He needed someone to give a shit enough to, to protect him. And it wasn't long after that he had committed the unthinkable murders of the four young boys. He was arrested and charged with murder, rape, and two counts of assault with intent to commit rape for his attack on the girls mm-hmm. and one count of armed robbery. Reginald declared that he was not guilty due to the fact that he was insane. So it was him that brought the idea like, hey, I'm insane, which is always kind of a red flag to me. Usually insane people don't claim that they're insane. That part. Unless you're like, no, it's usually that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I'm thinking like, how do you even know to claim insanity? But then I remember, okay, he was in juvie. So mm-hmm. they probably Maybe have this aware. type of rhetoric. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that was something that was introduced to him. But even then, it's like, I'm telling you, insane people don't usually it's claim all, that they're insane. I was about to say, it's probably disrespect to come to an insane person and and to call them insane you know like um mm-hmm. you're calling a psychopath a psychopath but you know don't tell yeah, psychopaths me. don't they don't like put that. that label on themselves no. they are who they are they don't give a fuck right so i don't know it was, that was a little bit of a red flag to me unless he was like constantly told he was insane right so he just took that on when he was examined by a psychiatrist in november of 1968 they agreed with him and deemed him unfit to stand trial see mm-hmm So he went to Clifton T. Perkins State Hospital to undergo mandatory treatment. And maybe I just don't know what it means to be legally insane because to me, for Reginald to have the clarity to lure the victims to the park. So he lured them to the park under the pretense of playing cowboys and Indians, which Mm -hmm. is a really racist game. (laughs) But, you know, he he was like, hey, like, let's play. Mm And then did what he did to them. And he had the wherewithal. He was of sound mind and body enough to trick them, to manipulate them. Yes. You know, into coming into the park with him and then doing what he did. Like, in my opinion, insanity has to be attached to impulsivity. But no, not necessarily. Right. But like in my, from my perspective, that's how I see it. But I also think there is a difference between premeditated and insanity. You can mm-hmm. be insane and premeditate some shit. You know, mm-hmm. psychopaths, they are void of emotion, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they still know like, oh, I know how to get somebody over here. They can feign emotion. Yeah. They can pretend to be like normal people. Correct. So I feel like even But in, they're not insane either. Right. But at the same time, does insanity mean you can't blend in? Does insanity mean you can't manipulate people into doing what you want them to do to get what you want from them? You can still say, oh, you're going to heaven, but Mm -hmm. I am going to manipulate you into this park to kill you to get you there. But that's the thing. I don't know. And to plea insane 
and to not be held for your actions legally, to me, you have no control over your actions and have no control over your thought process. And that's fair. And that's and it should be. If, if you're not taking punishment, then, yeah, you shouldn't have been in control of anything. You shouldn't and have been able to manipulate anybody. Exactly. There should be a, a punishment for that alone. Right. So I'm like, I'm going to research that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 1968 in this case, so who knows what access they had to... Mm-hmm you know, psychological, like they, what the fuck did they know? Mm -hmm. They could have possibly not known much about who they were dealing with and what type of stuff. So, but either way, Reginald has been in the mental institution since 1968 and has been petitioning for his release. Mm -mm. I think the fuck not. No, because honestly, what are mental institutions doing to treat mental health? I will say giving you medication. That ain't doing shit. naive. And then once you're off your medication, what you gonna do? Back to normal. Back to the same bullshit. For, for me personally, I'm like, if they release him, they need to, he needs to suffer for it legally now. He needs to go to jail if he's competent now. But I don't know. Maybe that's just the mom and me talking. Because yeah. I'm like, if something happened to my child, matter of fact, let him out. Just tell me where he <laughs> at. Just tell me where he at. He won't I'll last, handle him. He won't last 36 hours. I'll deal with him. Mm-hmm. So rest in peace to Larry, Lewis, Lester, and Mac. And their families, I can't even imagine the pain that y'all went through still go through i mean i can't i would say my heart goes out to you but what what does that do for you you know what i'm saying i just pray peace in some way shape or form peace for you and this happened 60 years ago yeah almost 60 years ago yep good lord can we take a break yeah this was really heavy. It really was. Let's take a break. Thank you, sister. You guys. Wee wee Alert, alert. <laughs> I don't know about you, but because I'm a true crime fan, I also think I'm a detective and can like solve murders if I was required to. No shade. Period. And I'm always looking for like something really cool, like a murder mystery type of game or even dinners, stuff like that. I just can't find them. But... This one luckily found us. Introducing Who Killed Mia? Who Killed Mia? It's a murder mystery story for the internet age. So it's created by Relatable. And it's basically about a influencer who was murdered at the Replay Awards. Y'all have to get into this. Like, you could literally host your own murder mystery dinner. Yes. With Who Killed Mia in the comfort of your home slash mm-hmm. apartment mm-hmm. with your friends yeah. solving a fake real crime. Yes. So test out your crime solving skills. See how much of a crime junkie you really are and try out who killed Mia. Use our code Black True Crime for 20% off at relatable.com slash who killed Mia. That's Black True Crime for 20% off at relatable.com slash who killed Mia. We know you're going to enjoy it. Okay, sister, where are we going? Back to the show. Back to the episode. I have another case that I want to share, and it's the murder of 20-year-old Eugene Leroy Anderson. Young folks. Mm -hmm. Eugene's skeletal remains were found in Leakin Park on October 27, 1969, so the year after Reginald took the lives of the four boys. Mm -hmm. This stuff is... I'm going to show you guys at the end, like, a list of all of the victims and stuff, and the things were happening kind of back-to-back. Like, it's... And imagine the bodies that haven't been found. These are just what has been found. That must be a big-ass park. It's a big-ass park. It really is. According to authorities, Eugene had been kidnapped, beaten, and tortured by who many assume to be the Black Panther Party. Ah. Uh Uh-huh. And I saw it reported in multiple places that he was a Black Panther member himself and he was killed by his own because they suspected him of being an FBI informant. I believe it. Do you, sister? Did they kill their own and torture their own? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Shit was real back then. Mm-hmm. Don't snitch on us, bitch. This is life and death. I'm telling you, it don't care. At this point, mm-hmm. ain't all skin folk, kin folk. Even today. Mm-hmm. Don't forget it. Others felt like the FBI was responsible for Eugene's murder. Ooh. And that maybe he was an informant and they just took him out before he was able to be exposed. But that's a good one, too. Because the FBI was definitely Girl, doing that take type of stuff. Out Especially the BPP. Okay. They call they consider that domestic terrorism. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I know they was capable of doing it. CIA is supposed to be doing shit over here. What do they be doing? They be over shit. here. <laughs> so, I don't put it past that bar. They be over here. Mm-hmm. And then I also read that he wasn't a Black Panther at all. And his murder had nothing to do with the FBI or the Black Panther Party. So, who knows? Either way, he lost his life gruesomely, horribly. We're going to talk about it. And it's just really sad. Shout out to Eugene. Rest in peace, Eugene. Rest in peace, Eugene. His eyes were gouged out. He was beaten and skinned. Good Lord. For over 24 hours. And then rubbing alcohol was poured on his body. Oh, they was trying to get something out this man. Had to have. Yeah. Full-blown tortured him. Usually you don't torture unless you got questions and you want to know some shit. You know, or you're like sadistic within. You're taking chunks. Correct. You know, pieces out of somebody. But to sit there and pour alcohol on skinned, non-skinned muscle, (laughs) flesh. That's like you want to hear screams. You want to affect. You want to send a message. Yeah. Real bad. And then he was driven to Leakin Park where he was shot and killed. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So imagine how it feels to pour alcohol on a freaking paper cut, let alone on exposed muscle tissue. I mean, where could they ha- where could this have done- been done? I read that it was like done within the Black Panther headquarters. So, you know, no one will really hear the screams. Mm-hmm. If the FBI got you, bitch. It's over with. They're not going to hear you scream. They're not going to ever hear nothing about you for real. Yeah, but they definitely didn't have to drop him at Leakin Park. I know Leakin Park had a reputation, but if they wanted to get rid of him and nobody would saw him or mm-hmm. found him, they could have did that. But I feel like but the Black Panther Party could have did, did that too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In a way that wouldn't have come back to them. I'm not, I'm not really sure. Unless, like you said, it either had nothing to do with that or somebody wanted to send a, a message. message. Yep. Yes, sister. Police were convinced that Black Panther members were involved in Eugene's murder, including a Panther lawyer named Arthur Turco. According to three ex-Panther members, so their names are Mahoney Kebby, Donald Vaughn, and Arnold Loney, the three of them, along with 15 other members, were involved in the murder of Eugene. And in return for their statements, they were given immunity. (laughs) They were also under police protection. They were living rent-free and being paid a salary by the state. This is Caleb, please. Kristen, what up? They do that. Caleb, please. Have you ever heard of something so ridiculous? You about to give people immunity off of one person's death. For what? They gave up way more than just what happened to Eugene. Had to have. Way more. Or were paid to say a certain thing and testify to a certain thing to get the heat off of someone else. That's facts. You know, to get, to sway the public to start looking at the BPP like the ox. Correct. To paint a certain picture. Wee. Correct. This uh, is, ooh, it's bad taste government written all over it. It really does. On some shicey shit. On some real espionage stuff. Mm-hmm. Turco had defended multiple Black Panther Party members in various cases across the country. So he was like that guy, their mm-hmm. go-to guy. Mm-hmm. And now it was his turn to face the justice system because he was arrested and charged for the murder of Eugene along with 10 other BP members. This was a setup. Uh-huh. Including a man named Marshall Eddie Conway, who would be found responsible for the murder of one police officer and the attempted murder of another. Mm. Arthur ended up pleading guilty due to a plea deal that said if he pled guilty to the murder, he would serve no jail time. This is unheard of. Kristen, this is government involvement all over it. How do the people not see this? Because the people don't know. What year was this? 1969, 1970? The people don't know. My God. And the government's so corrupt anyway. They're still racist as hell. You know what I'm saying? And wear it proudly. Why would they think anything different? Black men getting immunity? You know something's going on. Just snitch on another black man. To snitch on another black man. Mm-mm. Not giving. It's outrageous. Out of the 10 men that were charged for Eugene's murder, only two were found guilty. Marshal Eddie Conway and Irving Ochika Young. Mm. They were sentenced to life imprisonment. And even though there was no evidence that proved these men were even at the scene, I mean, there was nothing other than the testimonies of Ed, Ed, and Eddie. 
<laughs> Nothing of the three stooges. Let the government play in your face all you want to. They could they had no I feel like they had no choice. No, they didn't. I mean, what could they have actually done other than stick together? Then they all would have went to jail. Yep. Yep. Marshall would later be found guilty of the 1970 murder, we already talked about, of the officer Donald Sager. So mm-hmm. a little bit about that. On April 21st, 1970, Donald and fellow officer Stanley Sirakowski mm-hmm. were ambushed when they were responding to a domestic disturbance, disturbance call. Mm-hmm. Two Black Panther members were arrested at the scene and Marshall was arrested the next day while he was working at the post office. Chow, he had a good job. According to a black officer named Roger Nolan, Marshall was the man that he exchanged gunfire with in the alley the day Donald was killed. Okay. And you know what's very interesting is they had the information about what happened with Eugene months prior to what happened with the two officers. Hmm. They just never used it. So these charges weren't even brought up until Marshall was fingered for having to be having been involved with the shooting of the two officers. These charges weren't brought up before Marshall had been fingered for having altercation with the two officers. Right. So the disturbance call happened in 1970. Mm -hmm. The murder of Eugene happened in 1969. Mm. They had information that the Black Panther people were involved. They had the confessions of, I guess, those three men already. I don't know if they had the confessions already, but they did have an idea that the Black Panthers were involved. And they didn't use it until after Marshall was fingered for having something to do with these two officers being attacked. Oh, girl. So basically. It's very hairy, very scary. Yeah. And, and they waited. They were very patient. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. But even with the sentence of life plus 30 years, he was released from prison. What? Yeah. In 2012, he requested a new trial due to how corrupt the whole fucking thing was from the jump. Thank you. But the prosecution decided instead, I don't want. This to go on my record. I don't want to lose this conviction. So what? So let's keep the conviction. You're still convicted of murder, but we'll release you on time served. Which means you were a bold faced lie from the jump. Girl. From the jump. They don't wanna they don't wanna admit they're wrong, but it's like, you know, I'll meet you halfway. I'll meet you somewhere. This I'm is, just not gonna say that I was wrong. This is sick. Kayla, imagine being on the wrong side of the government. Beach. Girl, that's why I keep my head up. Damn. You know, like, I don't want trail. nobody. I don't me. want no TSA pre check. I don't want my fingerprint nowhere. I don't need to be. I don't want nobody to know me. No. I don't want nobody to know me. No. AI, what? I got an email the other day talking about, oh, this is the AI technology. No thanks. Uh, We'll pay you $25 per image if you send us an image of you doing certain things that, like, the prompt asked for. Are you okay? You want me to send my face, my likeness, and give you permission to use it however you want? So you can put me in a database and try to look me up later? So you can set me up? So you can put my face on a clone or my face on some AI instructed whatever the on some website that I don't know about without my consent? Have me looking crazy on the internet? Snapchat already does it. I about to say, girl, fuck you. That's why I wanted to... (laughs) That's why I wanted to reply. I don't even use Snapchat because Snapchat be having me fucked Snapchat up. Snapchat already does. It be making whole cartoon comics with your face <laughs> no. and your so-called friends on Snapchat. Absolutely not. No, thank you. No, ma'am, no ham. Disrespect. Mm-hmm. Marshall claimed he was innocent of both crimes and said that he was framed by law enforcement because they were targeting the Black Panther Party, trying to make them look like the bad guys at the time. It's giving that... I mean, it's textbook one, two, three. It's what they do to everyone. If you go join an organized organization against the government, you better not have shit to lose. Right. Because they're going to come for you. Mm-hmm. They're going to, as soon as you're not useful to them anymore, they're going to hit you up. Yeah, absolutely. However, Donald's family, which is the police officer that died, including his son, still believe Marshall was guilty. His son, who was seven years old at the time of his father's death, said, quote, Certainly, I wasn't privy to any of the investigative details that happened back then. I was certainly led to believe, and I trust the Baltimore Police Department, the city of Baltimore, and furthermore, the justice system, that they did get the right guy. Yeah, you're from the root of the caucus, all right. And even even if, whatever, like, Mm -hmm. don't, even you saying you trust a government, Mm -hmm. 
It's not giving. That sounds crazy. Do you even know anything about the government that you're talking about? It sounds crazy. It sounds like you're on the right side of it, which means you're not the one that they're just going to be putting random shit on and blaming random terrible things on. Mm. But think about it. Like, if we weren't black, right, or if the government was targeting white folks. I wouldn't fuck with the government. Exactly, because you can still see what's going on, even though it's not happening to you personally. You can still see what they're doing. Yeah, but we're not racist. We're not prejudiced. We don't have that, like, thing within us. That's like a lot of people. Exactly. Like a lot of people, even, you know, black people, they're like, you know, forget white people. If something happens to white people, we don't care. Like it's none of our business type of thing. We don't have that because we have white people in our life that really bang with us. that have really been there for us and showed us love Mm -hmm. regardless of whatever it looked like to other people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we don't have that. But like I said, I can see how other people I've seen other people. I can't go on social media for one day without seeing other people's head. Mind your business, black folks. Stay you out know? this one. Yep. What? Yep. They 8.5 by 11. We don't mess with them. You know, like, it's, <laughs> we don't got to worry about what's going on. Like, that shit's real. Not okay. Not okay, but it's real. And then we have one more case I want to share, and it's the murder of Margot Baker. Ooh. At 10 a.m. on April 27, 2005, 18-year-old Ross Hakim Telp reported his mother missing after she'd gone out the night before to visit some friends, but she never came back home. Uh Uh-oh. Ross and his family members did everything they could to find Margot, from putting up missing persons flyers to contacting news reporters and making pleas to the public on air to help find her. Dang, Mm -hmm. she was gone a while. Yeah, she was missing for like nine days until they found some information. Mm Mm-hmm. During an interview with WBAL-TV, he said, quote, I still believe she'll come through that door. She said she was leaving with a friend and she said she'd be back. I was upstairs changing my clothes and I hadn't seen her since. Dang. Yeah. Missing also, in action. Also, in my opinion, I'm like, who the fuck asked you what you was doing upstairs and changing clothes? Like, that's just something that I feel like you're oversharing. Like a, like a detail that you didn't need? Yeah, it's just like, you know... I expect my mom to come home. She didn't come home. Where is she? Yeah. That's where it's just. She, but at the same time, at. I can see him talking like this. Like, I was just upstairs changing my clothes. And I was like, yo, mom, <laughs> let me know. You know what I'm saying? Like, certain people <laughs> just okay. overshare their personality. That's true. That's true. Police didn't have much to go on. And Margo was missing for, like I said, nine days before officers got an anonymous tip from someone saying they knew what happened to Margo. And who did it? According to the caller, her son, Ross, had been bragging about how he'd taken his mother's life after the two had gotten into an argument about hubcaps. The hell? Girl. Yes. Apparently, he drove her car and had brought it back with scratches on her hubcaps. And when she confronted him about it, the two argued, and it resulted in Ross stabbing his mother 40 times in the head, neck, and chest. Okay, this is way more about hubcaps. This is why I'm whooping my son's, my potential <laughs> kid's ass. Like, if, 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 if I still have the probability of you killing me, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a discipline you. Because we're going to find out soon that, like, Margo was amazing. Like, she treated him the best that she could. She went out of her way for her son, loved him to death. She was the sweetest woman. You know, she worked in the laundry of a hospital and just seemed like she minded the hell out of her own business and didn't deserve this. Girl, your own blood. The person you raised is about to take up, raise up and take your life? Is he he okay? Thinking about that, about that, I will be up under the jail. You know what I'm saying? I will, I brought you into this world. And I will take you clean out. Ow. I couldn't even imagine even doing anything 2K. I can't imagine spanking him. (laughs) <laughs> but because he's just so perfect he is everything you will never ever ever need he it will never put me in this position <laughs> <laughs> my delusion tells me you know to even have to discipline him but yeah this is this is really fucking sad golly that's why like this they, is betrayal that's why, that's why they say raising men is really hard like as a single yeah. woman yeah because Ooh. you're giving so much love and mm-hmm. then you got to give discipline too at the same time. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what, you know, when is enough. Like, yeah. what's the balance? Yeah. And it seems like some men just hate women. I don't know if he just, because you can't sit here and tell me you was mad at your mama enough. 
over arguing some about some hubcaps and you stab her 40 times and you staying at her house 40 times and you're staying at her home at 18 years old no 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 Mm-mm. when police picked up ross he was really combative and didn't want to talk at all but investigators promised him that he could go home if he told them where Margot's body was. Mm. So he told them. Mm-hmm. And he took him to it. It was obviously in Leakin Park. And after they found it, they arrested his ass anyway. Period. <laughs> oh, you thought? Oh, you That's what you get. Mm-hmm. You dusty crusty. Yep. Killing your mama. Have you lost your mind? Yeah, he did, Kristen. All since. And like I said, she was described as a beautiful person and people close to her were like, they couldn't even imagine someone wanting to hurt her. Look at her. She's adorable. She seems so soft. So cute. Well-mannered. Peaceful. I see peace in her eyes. Don't start none. Won't be none. And even if you do start some, I'm chilling. Right. You ain't bothering me. She even helped Ross when he was previously arrested for possession with intent to distribute. This is hard. Yeah. If you see your son, like, going the wrong way, what yeah. do you do? What do you do? Do you love him through it? And I saw that, like, there was issues that they were going through, and the state could have taken him out of her home if she wanted to. like, mm-hmm. But she didn't want it, you know? She, she loved him it. through she it. She loved him through it. And he took her life. And he did the ultimate act of betrayal. Ooh-wee. So rest in peace to Margot. Rest in peace, Margot. You beautiful woman. Ross ended up pleading guilty to second-degree murder and was sentenced to 33 years in prison. Bye. Never want to see your ugly face again. Yeah, you look like you regretting that. Yeah. That's what you looking like. Like, damn, I just killed the only person who actually gave a damn about me. Right, like my actual meal ticket. She took care of me, probably was still washing his motherfucking clothes. Like, Mm, mm, mm. Ross apologized to his family in court saying, quote, I regret my action every day. I'm every, sure. Every day I think about my mother. Leave that woman alone. Leave her out of your thoughts. You did it. And you you had no qualm about it when you did it. So leave it just like that. Jeez Louise. Imagine the torment though. Like if that, if he really meant that, the yeah. torment that he's going through in his mind and his heart alone, mm-hmm. that's what you deserve. Yeah. Karma's, you're in jail for 33 years and karma is messing with your mind. It's, you may not come out saying man. Oh, it's eating <laughs> you alive. The defense asked the judge for the minimum sentence of 25 years and to put Ross in like a youth program at the prison. But the judge said, hell no. And told him at his sentencing that, quote, you are a truly depraved individual, probably beyond redemption. Ooh-wee. Judges be when they throw down that hammer, they throw down that hammer, girl. It's like the whole time from the beginning of the case, they're thinking about what they're going to say when they're <laughs> sentenced. Like, but I know you did it. And I'm going to tell you exactly what I think about you. You know, it'd be pure judgment. Mm -hmm. Like, damn. Got him. Well-deserved. Yeah. Had to sit through all that mess. I know. Yeah. I'm getting your bullcrap. I can't you ain't do nothing. Talking about, you pled not guilty. Why would you even try that? No, he pled guilty. So I don't even think there was a trial. But still, just pleading guilty to killing your mother. And then some of the details are still shared. Because even at sentencing, they're like, you know, the prosecution has a chance to be like, give him the max sentence and this is why type mm-hmm. of thing. So I'm sure the judge heard some of the details and was disgusted. Period. And from what I could find, the last victim found in Leakin Park was on September 21st, 2022. So one year to the day of the release of this episode, which is pretty fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. His identity is unknown, but he is estimated to have been 39 years old when he was killed. Yeah. So rest in peace to all of the victims. If you're on Patreon, I will be showing a list of all the names. It's just sad and super creepy and just dark. So many people were taken and then dumped. Like their last moments, their last bit of like being a part of society. This is where they're at. Y'all stay out of Leakin Park. For what? I was about to say the same thing. It feel like there's a curse on that damn park. The energy out there is probably extremely dark. Toxic, bro. Terrible. So be safe, y'all, if you go out there. Rest in peace to all those people. And then rest in peace to the people that we don't even know that haven't been found. That's a lot of people, Kayla. Because this is just the people that have been found. I saw a video of this guy. He does like paranormal hunting and mm-hmm. goes out and looks at certain things he was in leakin park doing a video and he himself found some human remains yeah he found some human remains 
videoed like the whole thing and he told how the crime scene people came out and they like wheeled out the remains on a stretcher and like a body bag and it's like a jaw some teeth like a couple of bones you know but they knew it was human and were taking all the precautions so this is crazy the fact that you could do this and it's a known place where mm-hmm. murders and killings and people died and were dropped here or they yeah. just were dropped here. Yeah. And it's still going on. Yeah. I'm surprised they ain't shut that whole damn park down. I mean, listen, there's a lot of the park that they say that still hasn't been touched by humans at all. Like it's turning into a zoo, something at this point where it just cannot be, you know, Inhabited. accessed like, like normal wild wild animal safari type of thing that they have like in Africa where you people know, just or archaeologists and they just need to uproot the whole damn foundation and start over. I mean, I would I would love for it to just be untouched by humans as much as possible because there's not much of the planet Earth other than water that hasn't been touched and shit on by humans. It has trash everywhere. This is true. Who knows? At this point from if you Google Leakin Park, the first things that really come up in the news section is like they're trying to clean it up there was a lot of trash that was dumped in the 60s and 70s because sometimes your trash will only get picked up like once a month twice Mm -hmm. a month so people had hella trash they would just go to the park and just dump it Mm -hmm. Um, some people would just go out there and dump dead bodies of animals in bags (laughs) and they don't know if it was like a sadistic type of thing or like a veterinary clinic and just didn't want to get rid of them properly, Mm -hmm. whatever. But either way, there's some bad juju out there, bitch. Girl. Bad juju. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. Not to mention the the cemetery. Like, I don't want to go anywhere where the cemetery is and be trying to ride ponies and do two shit and take my kids. What are we doing here? No. No, 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 no. This place is haunted. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, it's not good energy. So, yes, you guys, that's our case for this week. It was a little different. But I did want to share it with you guys because I thought it was very interesting. Kayla, this was a dope case. I mean, cases. Episode. A case study. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. this is something that was like, it shook me. Yeah, I heard about Leakin Park, but not to this level. Yeah. And there's so many more people I'm seeing on this list that you have yeah. that died there. Yeah. This is sad. Terrible. It's horrible. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Leakin Park for what? Mm-mm. I Stay wonder. away. I'm about to say, glad I never heard of it while I was living there. That's it. So, shout out to Paul M. for requesting this case. Woo, Paul. Chay. What a doozy. Mm-hmm. And thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for being patient with us as we were gone last week. And if you guys enjoy the show at all, even a sliver, why don't you go ahead and leave us a five-star review <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and even Facebook. It really helps the show grow. Perfect. And before we go... As always, be Be safe, safe, protect your peace, and protect your space. So we don't have to cover your case, friend. Period. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the show. You can stream all of our episodes on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you enjoy the show, please leave us a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even Facebook. It's the best way to help the show grow, and it's completely free. For bonus content, you can find us on Patreon. And for more information about the show, you can visit BlackTrueCrime.com. See you next time.